in these moments where you're tired and you're exhausted and you are worn down and you just sometimes feel like throwing in the towel because you have been waiting and working for so long and hoping, hoping and hoping and hoping without yet having seen proof of its existence. I want you to remember to both acknowledge the energy required for hope and then rest, but don't stop hoping. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today's episode, there's there's a few things I want to talk about here. Ultimately, ultimately, I feel like the main concept that this episode is going to boil down to is having hope and what to do with that hope and how to channel it into creating the life and relationships that you want that that you know on some core level are available to you even if they feel incredibly out of reach right now. And I have several different aspects of this that I want to cover and and we're going to get into this more and I'm really excited about this because this was an episode that I needed to hear in the last couple of days and I will I will get into that more. But first, a couple housekeeping things. So there's a lot going on uh, behind the scenes over here. So I wanted to let you know that I have both my brand new uh, long-awaited men's group coaching program finally launching. We're starting at the very beginning of November. I also pushed back my women's group coaching program slightly. Um, so it's going to be starting at the same time at the beginning of November. <laughs> so if you if you hadn't yet gotten on the interest list for either one of those, they are both available uh, for you to jump on the interest list. That does not commit you or anything like that, but it means that you will get all the information um, first as it is coming out in the next uh, couple of weeks and to save your spot, all of those things. Um, I am just so excited about both of these, especially the, the men's group, because it's new and I've been working on this behind the scenes for a really long time. I have two incredible, incredible guest speakers coming in who are just going to blow you out of the water. They're amazing. Uh, they are very popular guests, male guests on this podcast. <laughs> they are our repeat um, guests that I have had on. So if that gives you any hints, uh, I'm not revealing who they are just yet, but we'll get to that. Um, and there's just, there's a lot coming down the line. So what I also wanted to remind you of is that if you are not on my email list, I have not been on social media a ton this year. Um, I'm kind of sort of reworking the way that I want to relate to social media. Um, it's just, I'm still sort of figuring that out. So 
If you want to hear from me, you need to get on my email list. So it's super easy. You can jump over to my website. Uh, it's all over there for you. Or you can you know, go to roomtogrowpodcast.com. It's available for you in the show notes. And if you sign up, I also send you a free 15-page guide all about relationships and where where to even begin doing this work because this is the question that I get most often especially because I I have like at this point well over 330 podcast episodes people sometimes get a little bit overwhelmed and I totally understandably they'll they'll come to the podcast they're like oh my god like I I'm really enjoying these but where do I even start to listen and where what do, what do I start doing with this work and all these things so this is your free guide that is going to help to get you to where you're going to get yourself to to developing the relationships that you want, particularly the one with yourself, which is what I always bring it back to, but with good reason. So take a look at that. I will send all that to you. Um, all the things I, yeah, there's, there's all kinds of goodies coming down the line. So men's group coaching program, women's group coaching program, they're both starting. I do have one-on-one uh, spaces available to work with me right now as well. And there's going to be more stuff that is happening before the end of the year. So go sign up for my email list because <laughs> it's the best way to to hear from me, okay? Other than this podcast. Um, and of course, you can still DM me over at at, uh, at Instagram, uh, on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach as well. I will definitely get it. I just have not been on social media as much. Um, yeah, so just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Okay, so let's dive into this. And oh, these are... These are conversations I've been having with many, many people lately because there is a lot of collective shifting going on, Um, particularly like energetically. There's just there's a lot happening. There is a lot that has that is sort of like coming to a head where there's all of these enormous shifts that so many of us have gone through in the last two to three years. And we're sort of like finally just sort of going onto the cusp, or maybe you've already started to to see the massive shifts happening where you're entering into something new or you're about to enter something new, like a new chapter in your life in, in one way or another, or maybe multiple ways, whatever that looks like for you. And I have been able to feel this coming for a really long time. Um particularly a year ago, and I spoke about this on the podcast at the time, actually, a year ago, I started getting very strong intuitive downloads. Start preparing yourself. Start preparing yourself, um, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, like preparing the foundation of, of your business in whole new ways, like everything, like to to prepare for everything that is coming in. That was the download that I got for, for myself, I mean. Uh, was to start preparing in in a lot of ways. And I have spent this entire year doing just that in a wide variety of ways because I have been able to feel these this huge new chapter and shift in my life happening on virtually every single front. And the thing with that is that when when we can kind of like feel, that we're on the cusp of something new, but it hasn't really quite appeared yet. And we're like, okay, well, what the fuck? Like, where is it? <laughs> it's sort of that liminal space, right? I did that that really popular episode about the the liminal space um, that I'll reference in the show notes for you to go check out. I've gotten really great feedback about that one. But the thing is, is that sometimes we have to believe it and believe in it before we can see it. And that can seem so much easier said than done. So much easier said than done. 
And it, it actually reminds me, have you ever seen the movie The Santa Claus with Tim Allen? <laughs> This is one of my favorite Christmas movies growing up, and I'll still I'll still watch it occasionally uh, at Christmas time. And the elves are you remember the head elf Bernard? It's it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so the elves are talking to Tim Allen, who has like ended up landing the role of having having to be Santa Claus, like to become Santa Claus because Santa, the real Santa, fell off his roof or whatever. So then he anyway. It it <laughs> I won't explain the whole movie. <laughs> That's not what this episode is about. But what I will say about that movie that makes me think of it is that the elves are trying to explain to Tim Allen's character about how when we're children, children believe in in the magic of of Christmas and Santa and the North Pole and like all, all the elves and, you know, like Santa's workshop and everything like that. And then we reach a certain age where we start we we stop believing in the magic because we can't see it. And the entire idea is that seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing. And I want you to really think about that because often we have to believe in a thing before we see proof of its existence. Think about this, like it, just just some examples, like believing that epic love is out there for you. Believing in powerful, deeply connected relationships that are available to you, even if you haven't found them yet. You, you believe in the vision that you have for your business or, or, uh, or the vision that you have for your career. You believe in, in what you want your life to look like. You believe in the impact that you want to have in the world and the potential that you know you are more than capable of fulfilling, even if it hasn't quite come to fruition yet. You believe in these things before typically they actually materialize. materialize. And believing in those things is what gives you the hope to continue taking the, the inspired action to move closer to them. If if we just, uh, my, my dear friend, Aaliyah Lovely came on the podcast to talk about manifestation and healing. And she had some really, really beautiful um, sort of aspects on that, that I, I think are, are largely unexplored uh, by most people. And, and so I, I loved hearing her perspectives on that. So go check out that episode as well. I'll, I'll reference all these, all these episodes in the show notes. And one of one of the things with that is that when it comes to manifestation, it, we we don't really get to just like sit back, put our feet up, uh, choose what we want from our life, like some sort of menu that the universe hands us and then just wait for it to arrive on our doorstep. You know, like we all we all kind of I mean, sure, that'd be great. But <laughs> but would it, though, like really, because the, the pursuit of happiness it's actually been shown scientifically that that the number, you know, the more often we actually are um, searching for happiness and like we're constantly checking in with ourselves. Am I happy yet? Am I happy yet? The people who do that actually end up far, far less happy than the people who go about creating meaning in their life and um, fulfilling their sense of of purpose in whatever form that comes and and however they choose to do that and all of these different things without that constant check-in of like, am I there yet? Am I happy yet? And it is so frustrating sometimes to wait. I I said something to to a friend yesterday about 
um, having patience. And then I said, and by patience, I mean forced waiting. <laughs> because that's often what patience feels like to me. <laughs> I have never been a patient person. It is not one of uh, my best qualities, which is why I think it's a lesson that I have to continuously learn over and over again until I hopefully maybe one day improve <laughs> in that department. But we have to believe in it. We have to believe that these these visions that we have for our life or or even just the seed of hope. You don't have to have the whole vision laid out because a lot of times I think that can actually be quite intimidating when when we hear people talk about having like this whole vision of of exactly how their life is going to go. I also think that can actually be quite dangerous because for one thing it can almost give you tunnel vision be, where you you focus so much on the thing or or the exact path that you want to take to get to the thing or the things plural whatever you you can end up missing other beautiful incredible opportunities or redirections along the way that would actually serve you even more so how i have started operating um particularly in the last year is i i look for the feelings like the way that I want to feel. And and yes, I absolutely have huge goals and big visions and stuff as well. But I, I try to leave them actually quite malleable. And I don't, I don't always make them super specific. Because life has taught me in some of the most difficult ways that you can make all the plans in the world. And the universe will often have a very different plan in place for you. And that as painful as that can be, the more we can actively start to detach from either those outcomes or from the plan that we have in place to get us to the outcome in our mind, there could be far better things available to you that you you might end up completely closed off to if you're not more open and receptive right? So thinking about this as cultivating an open, receptive heart. That's, that's, that is exactly how I focus on manifestation at this point and the way that I relate to what I'm calling into my, my life is with an open, receptive heart. I'm like, okay, this is how I want to feel. The, these are, you know, the general things that I would like. And yes, there are some specifics in there for sure. But how are you going to hand it to me, universe? How, how do you want me to experience this? And a lot of times, I was reminded of this yesterday as well, it's all in the perception. It is all in the perception. You can see everyone around you getting everything that you could possibly ever want. And you can be bitter about that. You can be like, well, fuck you. <laughs> I've been wanting it longer or like, I'm more deserving or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, you, you can come up with any number of, of things there or, or like kind of more negative ways to, to look at that, like whatever is maybe coming to mind for you. And and listen, that's okay. Like that's normal. That's human. And I get it. I, I totally get it. And I have had moments like that. Trust me. I have had moments like that. So you can choose to see it that way or you can see the possibilities that are open and available to you. So if, if there are other people in your life who are getting the opportunities 
or whatever it is that, that you're searching for, they are getting those things, then isn't that showing you that there are very clear paths that are available to get that thing? And don't forget, there's a thousand different ways to your success, whatever success means to you and in whatever way we're talking about there. There are a thousand different paths to get there. We often sometimes will focus on just one. And this is where I I mean, like, be very careful about the tunnel vision that we can get here. So cultivating that open receptive heart is going to leave you a little bit more open to having different types of perception. And, and I want you to challenge yourself in those moments. Like, how can I switch the perception here? When when I see, for example, people who are wildly, wildly successful um, in, in a wide variety of different ways, I see, I see possibilities. And yes, of course, there, there are those moments where like imposter syndrome will come up for me or I'll be like, oh my God, like there's so much further ahead than me. How could I ever get there? Or why hasn't why hasn't that arrived to me yet or whatever? Of course I get those. In fact, just a couple of days ago, I had like a complete basically mental breakdown. and was like inconsolable. I was so, I, I was just so exhausted and impatient and worn down. And it was just one of those days, just one of those very human days that we all have. And in those moments, I'm also reminded of how powerful and what a gift it is that we are able to feel, that we are able to feel. Do not write off those those experiences where it's deeply painful or feels like a really, you know, negative experience or, you know, like, like I always call them like the crunchy emotions, right? Or the really sticky emotions, like, oh, they're just coming up and it's like, oh, this doesn't feel good. I just want it to be better. But can we also appreciate that that's part of the human experience? And if, if you just lived in la la land all the time and you were just joyful and happy and like never experienced anything, but you'd be so fucking bored. Like really, you and, and you would not appreciate I know that I've said this before, but I and again, I, I have to remind myself of this sometimes too. So this is <laughs> this is sometimes as much a reminder for me as it is for you. We would not fully appreciate those those light and bright emotions if we did not also experience the opposite sometimes. This is this is polarity. There is always balance in nature. There's always balance in nature. So we have to look at it that way. And the other thing that I want to really acknowledge is the energy that can be required for hope. And I don't think that we talk about this enough because hope, I, 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 there was a, I think it, I heard it through Glennon Doyle, but I don't think that this was her quote. I, I believe, I believe she took it from someone else, but it was something about that hope isn't a feeling, it's a discipline. Well, I, I totally agree with that. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, damn, yes. Like hope, hope is a discipline sometimes. Choosing to believe when you haven't seen the thing yet, seen the end result yet, that is a discipline on, on more days than it's not. That is an absolute discipline and discipline requires energy. And there is an enormous amount of energy that is required sometimes for hope both in terms of like, like when you, when we think about it, there's an enormous amount of energy that's required to have hope in terms of 
like in our minds, stretching ourselves into a future reality that hasn't happened yet and bridging the gap between the now and the then <laughs> that we that we know will be our future. That requires a lot of energy, actually. And and I've spoken before as well, that if you're having one of those moments where you're really struggling to understand um, when the, the future is, it, you know, that, that future version of you, when that is going to materialize and all of those things. I had uh, a mentor put it to me in a particular way earlier this year that I thought was really powerful where it's like every piece of action you take, think of it as building, think of each piece of action as a brick in the bridge that you are building to the future version of yourself until you become it. Until that bridge is built and you can just cross right over and then you're, you're already there. Then you're there. So each piece of action is a brick in that bridge. The other thing that I want to mention in terms of the energy required for hope is that there is a reason why hope is the first thing, the very first thing that oppressors do everything in their power to stamp out of any oppressed person or marginalized group because it is the fuel that can create an entirely new life and existence. But that also takes an enormous amount of energy. When you're hoping for something that you haven't yet seen the proof of its existence, that takes an enormous amount of energy. Think think of, you know, like slavery is... <laughs> is one of the the most powerful examples I can think of where the slave owners would do everything that they could to stamp out hope. Look at the women in Iran right now who are starting a revolution, who have already started a revolution. And the women that are being targeted are the ones who are highly educated, highly, highly educated, university educated. And because they are the ones that pose the biggest threat to the regime because they know that more exists out there and they have hope and that is very dangerous to an oppressor. So in these moments where you're tired and you're exhausted and you are worn down and you you just sometimes feel like throwing in the towel because you have been waiting and working for so long and hoping, hoping and hoping and hoping without yet having seen proof of its existence. I want you to remember to both acknowledge the energy required for hope and and then cool, like rest. But don't stop hoping. So rest when you're tired, but do not stop hoping. And just how powerful hope can be. A lot of times when we make certain decisions to move forward with inspired action in one direction or another, where we kind of, we have the hope or we have even just that little seedling of an idea that has been planted. We're like, oh, that's something I actually would really like to do, or that feels right to me, or that feels like, you know, something I, I really desire in my life. Think about the fact that sometimes it's less about talking about the thing and it's much more about doing the thing. Even if it's just very quietly behind the scenes, it's just a quiet, a quiet yes, an inner acknowledgement of, yeah, I'm calling that in. 
I'm calling that in. Sometimes it's not about the big hurrah. It's just about the quiet acknowledgement to ourselves and to the universe about what we're doing and what we're calling in. Just this, this deep, calm, inner knowing. And so many people miss that very quiet yes, because they don't create space for their own intuition to speak to them. But for me, that's how it always comes in. It comes in quietly and calmly and peacefully, just an absolute knowing without any drama or hullabaloo, just a simple understanding of, yes, this is happening. It hasn't happened yet, but it is happening. And now all, all you have to do, meaning like, I'm, you know, if I'm like talking to myself, like my intuition is like talking to me, <laughs> let's say, like now, now your only job is to continue to hope and to continue to take action towards that thing. Even if it's just the smallest amount of action every single day, but your biggest job sometimes, the biggest piece of action that you can take in some moments is continuing to have hope at whatever cost. Do not let anyone stamp that hope out of you. I I did a podcast episode earlier this year about um, surrounding yourself with people who who believe and who believe in you. And that's really powerful because when we have these moments where it's just this like very calm, quiet knowing, if you don't have a a super strong sense of self, and that that fresh new idea or that that fresh new knowing is is so new that it hasn't even fully sprouted yet it can be really easy to get knocked off course and we see it all the time we we all know people who have had perhaps brilliant ideas and didn't do anything with them and then someone else ends up doing the thing and it's like oh like i thought of that i could have done that i could have done that even better but somebody, if, if somebody doesn't actually do something with it, then it just remains an idea and then that doesn't do anything for anyone. So having the hope is the biggest, the biggest gift that you can give to yourself. The biggest gift. And I know how hard it is sometimes. I understand. But if you can continue to maintain that, to create the energy, to sustain it. That sometimes will take you farther in life than anything else. So continue to have hope and you have to believe it before you see it. Okay. So let me know how this lands. I'm going to list several actually episodes um, in the show notes for you. There's another one that I did uh, about managing your your energetic capacity where I gave you like an energetic audit that you can do. There's also another one about becoming an energetic match for your desires, which is another really, really important one that would go really well with this. That's been a super popular episode too, I think, and, and, and for good reason, um, because it's not... It's not always about just like reaching for the thing. It's about, okay, how do I level myself up to become the thing? Like how, how, do, I, how do I become the thing that is a match for all of these other things that I want to call in? So go check out that episode as well. I, I can't remember any of the episode numbers off the top of my head, but they'll all be listed in the show notes. So go take a look either in wherever you're listening to this uh, on the app or over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon.
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me, and I'm so grateful. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.